Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Sports Those Are People podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Amberly Rothfield. Hello. Rothfield. 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 Yes. Rothfield. I, I will take I overthink it. I overthink it and then it's you weird. Can call me Ruffle. Ruffled. Uh, <laughs> Ruffle. Amberly Ruffle. Uh, thank you for doing this this episode. Thank you for this having me on. This is all an honest to goodness honor. <laughs> okay. Yes, I've been a big fan for the a while. The best thing I've heard in a long time. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, we're on the Purple Couch at mm-hmm. AVN. Uh, I'm making it a thing. I don't think it's a real thing. I've now na- I've dubbed it. I think it. you should make it a thing. I just dubbed it. I mean, Wendy right Williams, hers is a Purple Couch. Yeah, dubbed it. It's yeah. done. We're mm-hmm. in it. Uh, we were talking um, at like length already uh, while I was setting up about. Um, the law that was passed that makes content creators' lives much, much harder. Uh, kick in, um, catch like catch everybody else up on what you've already told me. Yeah, sure. So it's there's uh, SESTA and FOSTA. SESTA They're two FOSTA. separate ones. One regarding um, online, one is like real-time stuff. But we lump it together for understanding purposes. And it's a federal... Yes. Law. Yes. It is. Every single state is affected by SESTA FOSTA. That is that is like framed in the realm that we are trying to stop sex trafficking. Yes. But what it's actually doing is stopping sex positive people from creating content oh, yeah. and doing Oh it it shut down work. it shut down dating sites. Is that right? Which one? Um, there was a furry site. Where, no kidding. Yeah, like what was that called? Uh, I don't, you know, I feel bad, uh, not off the top of my head, but it's pretty easily to Google because it became like I want to say the New York Times did a piece oh. on it. Tiny little site, maybe two thousand people on it, but they're like, we can't take the risk that right. any of you guys are meeting up and paying for sex. Interesting. Yeah. So basically, the bill says that if it's done on your website so if you have members on your site and they're talking and they're discussing stuff and they discuss um, you know sex for hire yeah then you are responsible as the website owner because that happened on your site right. and so, so this, this is like the the equivalent of like uh, over serving at a bar basically over actually a hundred percent is exactly like over serving i was gonna 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 uh, tiptoe back on that but (laughs) no no that's actually a (laughs) hundred percent i never thought of it that way that's perfect they try to hold the bars responsible if you crash your car exactly because people that crash their cars into other people when they've been drinking inherently are not a a group of responsible people so you can sue that person and then you never get any money so they had to try to get uh, uh, they had to make it a bigger consequence. Exactly. Um, so that's basically what the law did, and it made it to where um, it made it to where a lot of website owners like had to walk back some of their rules or, or even like shut down completely because yeah. they didn't want to take the the responsibility of that. And it's actually the law that took down a website called Backpages. Yeah, so that's what you're saying to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know about the vanilla aspect. All yeah. I knew was the dirty side. Unless I'm unless I'm confusing it, but I thought Backpages was also like an actor's like uh, resource because everything. So all of these types of sites, Craigslist included, you can always get like acting roles and things like that mm-hmm. on them. But then there's this other seedy side that sort of like holds the site up. That's see, where the money gets made. See, that's the only thing I pay attention to. Is the yeah, shit. of course. So let me just let me let me just double check that I'm not an idiot. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I, I bet you're right. It's just I never look idiot. at the vanilla side. Yeah. So back page, mm-hmm. right? 
Yep, yeah. that page, that's the site. Yeah, right for there. sure. Yeah, people, people were not. people were for sure trying to get acting gigs off of the site. And then there was the last right, and then there was the back page of the back page. There was the, uh, there was the back door to the back page. Yeah. Yep. The and back door. The back door. Um, that's where we went. So yeah, so they got them shut down because it, yeah, it was. It's a lot of but it is. It's a lot of solicitation. There's a lot of solicitation. So on what's that the site. what is the solution? Where where should we be as rational adults who are sex positive, uh, who are uh, who understand that that sex work is um, uh, uh, can be a safe and responsible thing. Where should we sit on the issue that is a, like a reasonable response? Because obviously there is an extreme on both ends that is wrong. Yes. Um, I will do everything in my power to help sex traffic victims. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I refer them to people like the Cupcake Girls or Pineapple Support. They have amazing um, resources in those regards. But putting the onus on somebody who built a website is out, out you know true sex for hire is it to me it's ridiculous that it's outlawed um yeah, yeah it, prohibition doesn't work hence why we, right. have, we still have alcohol and yeah. tobacco and everything well i'm, I'm going i'm starting a, a, a very safer work podcast that is going to go look at uh what happened to italians coming to this country as immigrants and what we did with the thing and prohibition in the, some of the research that i found was actually more of a like a racist response to immigrants yeah. coming over and they were yeah. like we don't want you to like drink and have fun and fuck our uh, fuck our people exactly and it made it worse mm -hmm. because now women could go to the speakeasy because it was all illegal yeah the there's this um i forget who where i got this quote from but i love this quote and it's you um you incentivize what you criminalize yes sure yes, i sure. love that yeah, it's quote. This, it was this no it was this notion that the uh the last episode we did which hopefully she could be concurrent with what we're doing um we were talking. She, uh, the the performer asked me like, "What is it with the butt? Why is everybody obsessed with the butt now? Like, why is it like? Wh why is the asshole still still a problem? Yeah, because she like she started her career like in anal. <coughs> Pardon me. And I was like, yeah, it's like we just want what we, guys. We just want what we can't have. <laughs> My brain is so fried. I can tell you right now. Uh, but um uh because uh, that's rare. Most performers won't start with anal. Yeah. Well, and that not necessarily that that she started. Maybe maybe I misunderstood. But that like no, at least okay. like she's been there, done that. You know what I mean? Adrena yeah. Winters. Oh my god, I love her. She's fantastic. She's fucking she's adorable. phenomenal. And then when you're adorable and you have a British accent, I get like weird and I don't know how to handle it. So that episode, if you guys watched it or heard it, I think I'm a weirdo in it. No, she's she's fucking hot and honest. I I, yeah. I've spent the last couple of days with her and like yeah. I've been a weirdo. So yeah. you're not a weirdo. She's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, Maybe cute. put this one out first as yeah. preface. <laughs> 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 no, no, I can put them in order. No, um, I'm kidding. But uh. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So well, p so again, it's like where should we where should we be positioned? Like, is there a version of this law that is not targeting sex workers and is actually could solve a problem? There's or is this all uh, designed to fuck up sex workers? I I, I I'm gonna admit that I haven't read through the complete sure. thing, but I have I not seen yeah. any part of it that actually stops sex work. In fact, most vice units say it made it worse. Yeah. Uh, in terms of sex trafficking, because what they used to do is they would scan back pages and they would scan Craigslist. Craigslist got rid of their almost their dating stuff almost completely. The ca casual encounters, right? Because some yeah. shit went down. Mm -hmm. Some murder shit went down. Um. Well, that was. That was quite a few years back, but yeah. uh, in regards to Sesta Fossa, they closed down even more yeah. of their site. Sure. So what Vice used to do is scan those pages for those girls' photos and missing persons reports, and then they would set up a John to go be with that girl, yeah. and they would rescue them. Interesting. Yeah, and so for the actual traffic, 
situations. Yeah. Yeah. They saved so many people. No now kidding. this is further underground and we don't know where it's happening. Right. Yeah. So, so we have less information. I see. Exactly. I see the, the, the trouble with that is. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Oh. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. <laughs> it's so, okay. Um, so what else? How long, how long are you in town? In town? Yeah, um, do you, live, you, you don't live here. What's that? You don't live here. I don't live. I used to. Yeah. Yeah. I lived we here can, for five years. We can take it. Let's take a T.O. Okay. okay. And we're back. Uh, it, uh, AVN gets very um, Loud. wild and Yeah, exciting. wild is a good word. Well, there's a bunch of people, and this is the thing I like to say in comedy a lot of times. It's like, uh, where did you learn to whisper? Where did you learn to whisper? Yeah, we'll be at comedy. Those people will be right next to each other. They're like, how are the chicken legs? <laughs> it's like, why are you doing this? I don't what know. What other attention do you need? That's uh, so there was a little bit of that. Um, also, I don't even because uh, I was on a different floor the other night, and that person lives on another floor. That's like so. It's a lot. That's anyway, hysterical. Where were we? Where were we in the, in the chat? Just um, a vice vice units. Vice, vice units. units, and then yeah. the ability to do the research and 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 safely um, get people solve the back. problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, I'm so glad that we're able to find sex trafficked people on. Craigslist like yeah. that sucks but at the same time like now it's now that it's pushed further underground we actually have people in the system longer that we're not able to get out yeah so I went that. I went to um uh do you, are you familiar with the sex workers outreach program I do I work with I actually raise a lot of money for swap oh very cool mm -hmm. the, uh, so I did a swap event in uh, New Hampshire New Hampshire's trying to okay. change some laws Ashley Fires Ashley Fires mm -hmm. event yeah and um we did it on the day um I can't remember what they called it. I, I filled in for her panel at Xbiz oh, because she was up there. Yeah. Yeah. So but we did it on the day of 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 not celebration, but of awareness. Sex workers awareness day. Uh when we read off the names. And I, there was a lot of common themes that I found in some of the things and it was this sort of like um it feels like in other countries, Africa pretty specific and this is just uh, you know listening and not like really doing the research but it's like every like name age sex was all unknowns which to me said in Africa in if you're a sex worker in any fashion they're not even looking to identify you no you're literally just a number mm -hmm. and it was like literally it was like a person one person two and it was wild and it was a really moving and 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 uh, an interesting evening that was because they also asked sad. me to do comedy Oh. So they were like, should we do the names and then put you on? And I was like, please, please let me, do, let me do comedy and then do the names. Oh, Because I've been to events where I'm they just. Glad that th I'm glad that they honored that. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been to events where they go, uh, where uh, I, uh, we did one, we did a benefit for a, a child with cancer. And they did the whole video, they did the whole cancer video. And then they're like, and now comedy. And we were like, wow. We had that a moment like that at XBiz. Yeah. At the awards ceremony, they played everybody that had recently passed away. I was in tears because I, yeah. had, I had two friends yeah. that I was pretty close to pass away. Where do they put it in the show? <laughs> Halfway through. Okay. And then they jumped right back into, like, here's the next award. Right. And I was just like, <gasps> uh, yeah. Myself. Well, as long as you don't have to do, like, a comedy set. I, what I, what I, wa I tried to watch AVN Awards on Showtime, Showtime. last year. And it looks like they just they do a, 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 a crawl at the beginning of mm -hmm. everybody that we've lost, and then they go right into the show. Yes. But they don't do it. They don't make it seem like it's happening in the room. So they do it sort of just for the viewer, uh, and then and then you go right into the show. I so it's yeah. this quick, easy, fun, like well produced thing where it's like this is where we're at, and then now go. I I feel like somehow even if they do it like 
where the people that are in the room can see it happening in the beginning, it fits better than like mid show when yeah. you're like everyone's pumped up, they're excited, right. they got awards, and now I'm sad my friend's dead. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, and then also like this, especially because of some of the details. It's like some yeah. of the details are not great, so it's like yeah, the the sadness that comes with that. It's like, yeah, it's rough. Exactly. Middle of the show is not the move. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's my only criticism. The Expos Awards was fabulous. Yeah, last week. Abs- yeah, it was yeah. last week. It was absolutely fabulous. But that was the only part where I was like, <gasps> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> I want to see this person win an award. Yeah, I timed I time my trip wrong. I didn't know about Expos Awards, so I was oh he- I was no. here doing comedy during the during the awards. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. so I didn't get to go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it next year. I'll figure it out. I, one by one. Slowly. One by one. Slowly. Exactly. I just do, I basically do, I'll do like two conventions a year so I don't totally immerse myself in oh this God, thing. Oh, God. I do like 19. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is your whole, this is your whole thing. This, this is your whole, I yeah. Do. It's, so it's I'll do two and I'll just get enough episodes to coast the year and just produce a lot of content that way. And is then that how you do all your, your shows? Yeah, I'll do 20 in a row. Wow. Yeah. It's a so lot of coffee. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're watching him and like, why is Dan asking the same questions? It's like, yo, I don't have a brain anymore. I've been interviewing <laughs> people for 20 hours straight. I oh, got bless your about. heart. Yeah. I've gotten better. I've gotten better at, at being uh, uh, the 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 facilitator mm-hmm. of the podcast. But it is. But yeah, um, because there's not a lot, you know, it, if I go to like a third convention, then people are like, hey, do you want to shoot content? And I'm like, listen, I'm just here for the for the, the comedy and the, the, the podcast. Aww. I don't want to get pulled into the industry. Nothing wrong with that, but it's not my dream. I was gonna say you're kind of cute. It's It'd not work. my dream. It's like it's uh, I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna half-ass it. It's difficult being a guy in the industry. Period. Yeah. Like they have actually like a really tough job. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people think it's just like straight sex, but it's like you bang for like ten seconds. Yeah. Okay, switch positions. Bang for yeah. like what seems like ten seconds. Okay, switch positions. Is this comfortable? No, no one's comfortable this in this sound, position. You're actually you're you're saying it like it's a bad thing, but it sounds great. <laughs> um, no, but I did I did this was this was a through line in one of the episodes where we were talking about like uh, um, just like yeah the dudes are just pieces of meat like to get like um, like raspberries and like scars like it's like there's like a lot of there'll be like a lot of like floor scenes so mm-hmm. you, you like watch an episode you like watch one and like dudes dudes whole leg is a bruise yeah that happens but a lot. other than that you know I think it looks like a pretty good profession I'm sure it's fine. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that so aside, out of the way. So your um, involvement on this thing, you are you telling me that you that you've moved out of the content creation part of it more I than anything else? I refuse to do it completely. Okay. Um, because I don't feel like I can give accurate business and marketing advice if I remove myself. Sure. Because then I don't know what's actually working. Like I could theorize, right. but. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of like people that do any kind of consulting work. If right. you're not actively working in the field, how can you tell other right. people it's how like to position the, those themselves? who can't teach vibe? Yeah, well, I mean, t- to a degree, but like I've also proven I can. Right, I'm not yeah. saying for you. I'm saying like because oh, yeah. there is that there is that element where you like meet somebody and they're like t- and they're like, "What is your background?" And they're like, "Oh, I was for f- six months did this." Six and you're mo- like, Fuck yeah, you, dude. I was I was um, I was professional baseball for two years. Yeah, I uh, I got drafted and then I blew out my knee. So like, what the fuck am I talking to you for? Um, <laughs> yeah. So okay, I'll so tell you how to not blow out your knee. Tell you how to not blow out your knee. Wait, you're the expert in blowing out your knee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how to blow out your knee. Exactly. So, so okay. yeah. Well, so what is your what is your what is your um your your position on content now? What are you producing? Are you producing while you're here? Are you working while you're here? I am. I actually have made about. 
27 different clips while here. No shit, yeah. I'm a tenacious little thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I have um, also made a few clips. Uh, so I make content for two separate sects. I make content for my guy fans, and I make content for the industry teaching marketing. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. I have to create shit ton of content. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I just signed up for uh, AVN Stars so that I could get the wristband and get some free coffee. <laughs> but they were like, "You got to put a picture of your dick up." I mean, that's really, that's really the thing. Did they actually tell no, you? No, that? no, no. Okay. Somebody else. Somebody because somebody else signed up. Some a uh, um a uh, 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 talent's husband signed up, and she oh. was like, "Just put a bunch of dick pics and like, uh, and I'll do a video of you blow of, of blowing you." And I was like. I didn't need to do any of that. I just put a regular photo of me up. You could you could have just made the account. That's I was like, you're fine if you wanted to do that, but you didn't need to put up the, the dick stuff. That's um, hysterical. I am I I do I do send out uh, I do send out uh, semi nudes for for Dunkin' Donuts uh, gift cards though. I will say that. Oh, okay. It's, it's my first time admitting this on the podcast. Have you actually done that? Yeah, yeah. That's so fabulous. I, there was, there was somebody I was hooking up with for for a while in Albuquerque, and I've never been back to Albuquerque again. Mm-hmm. And she was sending me all this this stuff from like her T-Mobile. She knows I'm a, a fucking Dunkin' Donuts whore, and I was like, listen, if you keep sending me the Dunkin' Donuts, I'll keep sending you nudes. And then, and then a and dude. And she did it. Yeah, and oh she's wait. been yeah, it's been <laughs> like two years. And then a dude, uh, fr- friend and fan. Uh, caught wind of this and mm-hmm. was and just started sending me Dunkin' Donuts and, and then out of guilt I've been sending back yeah I was sending back semi nudes semi there semi-nudes, you go yeah. yes not fully, you know, fully committed build up that muscle yeah. of like maybe one day he'll get a nude <laughs> right oh my gosh so uh, yeah I like yeah my vibe is I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll give a percentage of the of the package the <laughs> percentage no. of yeah, what yeah. if he drops you a thousand dollar Dunkin Donuts gift card yeah, yeah. Uh, say that again and uh, if I will send I will send everything you'll send everything yeah, so he said it like although that is although at that point I'd rather just go on my Amazon wish list at that point and then I, and then and then basically I'm in the industry at that point no, you're in the industry there's <laughs> no looking back <laughs> I've monetized it. You've monetized it. There, you've monetized. already monetized it. Yeah, yeah. Just saying, like a thousand dollars. That's what it takes to get the full nudes. Yeah, I might be down to make this happen. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read your book as well. Let's talk about this. Oh my you, book! You put yes. out a book. I did put out a book. Uh, because you said you said you were just sort of writing tips, and then and then you looked down. And you had 250 pages. Yeah, right? I had 250 pages. I was top model on multiple sites, and I just put it together, not thinking anyone would really read it. I put it out for free. Got ten thousand downloads in a month, and then um, what was? How did you? It was a donation-based download, or no? You, well, you literally free. Uh, tec- free, free. I mean, technically, it's on Gumroad, so people could pay, but you know. Not so you gave it out for ten thousand people for free, free. For free, free. Um, and I mean, I think a couple of people paid five bucks, but yeah. it, was, it didn't amount to like more than a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, and then I put it on Amazon. It became the number one business and marketing book for the adult industry. And now it's not free. I mean, no, it's still free. You can still it get is it still free. Yeah, I'm, I I figure like if I started it for free, I'm not gonna like walk that backwards. That's fair. Yeah. And also like the title sounds like a used car salesman, so yeah. I figure if I put it out for free, you read through it, you see I'm not bullshit. You you may want to buy it. What do you get out of What do you get out of the thing? Out of what? The free? Yeah. Um. Okay. So when I put it out, I just did because I didn't think anyone would read it, so I didn't see the point in like paying for it. But I continue to have it for free. Because now it's a loss leader, which is a marketing term for it's something I'm willing to lose in order to gain customers. Got it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna book you at a we'll book you at a, at a separate convention. And uh, are, you do <laughs> are you doing any? Are do you do any talks at these conventions? Um, I did. I did two panels. You, at said you stepped in. Yeah. Yeah, I did two panels. So I had a panel already booked, and then Ashley Fires. And so um, what were the what was the content? Social media marketing in 2020, and then the one I stepped in for for Ashley was content creation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. 
Yeah, I was very honored. What's the crux of the content creation? Is that is that you're trying to? Uh, is it more as a creator? Do you want to lean into whatever you're comfortable with, or do you want to figure out what it is that people want of you, and then and then wedge s- in there? I say it's a combination of the two. Like, if people want you to do something that makes you, like for example, what's something you hate to do? Right. Yeah. We don't want yeah. we don't want you to be uncomfortable. We yeah. don't want to go outside of the realm of consent, right? Well, but not it's just also like uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean like bad like yeah. i do stuff that's uh, like talking to you right now is uncomfortable because i'm <laughs> very much an introvert i have asperger's it's hard for me to look people in the eye right. um sometimes i'll start flapping my hand that's uncomfortable but it's not something to where it's like i would never consent right to it and it's not uh and it's you're not emotionally like uh like 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 uh, traumatizing exactly yourself. Yeah, well you know you're not traumatizing me at all dan <laughs> um so um yeah, no, um, I, I like to say it's a combination of the two because we also, I know a lot of people that create stuff that just, the mar- uh, like, for example, my friend, she's really into balloon fetish, and there are quite a few people into balloon fetish, but there's really not enough of a market to sustain her. Sure. So I like to say just because you like it doesn't mean the people are going to like it, but you've got to like some aspect of what you're creating in, and also find what people like. There right. has to be a balance. Um. So I just wanted to check the timestamp. No worries. Um, so how do you – I'm struggling with this myself as a comedian. It's like I'm throwing a lot of a lot of darts at the wall, mm-hmm. and I don't – and it's like it's hard to figure out what lands because it's like the way social media changes on a day-to-day, it's like you could be rocking with something for weeks, and then all of a sudden you post in that same, li- in that same realm, same time, same type of content, and all of a sudden you've, you're dead. You're dead in the water, and there's a lot of this. You know, there's a lot of this shadow ban activity that's going on. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of this sort of like, you could feel getting suppressed sometimes on these sites, and it's uh, and it's a weird vibe. So I got, I'll, I'll get like an Instagram block if I if I unfollow a bunch of people yep. in a in a period of time, even if it's within their rules, mm-hmm. they'll they'll d- deem me as a bot. Um, what are I think it didn't sound personal. Yeah, but other, well, I'm you know I I, well, I got to phrase it from that from that standpoint. It's like well, how do you how do you stay informed enough that you're not uh, at peril of these types of mistakes? And uh, it's difficult for the individual creator, which is part of the reason why I started doing what I what I do, um, because as an individual creator, you have to learn the latest in content creation. You have to be talking to your fans. You have to be creating content. So on and so forth. So what I do is I like to say, um, you know, you can keep up with me and everything that I'm putting out there. But there's also some other major like industry people that you could leave. With. Well, not like adult industry, but like Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. puts out a lot of information about um, different algorithms when it comes to social media. Um, following people like Jenny uh, G- Vaughn, she also puts out a okay. ton of content as well. Look for people that like what they do for a living is li- like me is looking up social media algorithms. Yeah. Um, it's more difficult because where do you find that information? Where do I find the yeah. information? Um, so if you follow Gary Vaynerchuk, you're going to, so when you follow someone on social media, it usually tells you these are the people you to follow next. Yeah. And so what I do is I start looking at their content and decide whether or not. <coughs> so sorry. No, you're fine. But suppressing that. Um, I will. When you follow someone on social media, it'll give you a suggestion of who else to follow. I won't necessarily follow them. Right. But I'll look at their content and see if it's content I feel is relevant to me. Yeah. And then I'll follow those people. And I like to say for any subject that you need to be well-versed on, 
have about five people that you follow because someone's going to contradict someone. Sure. You have to pick out the best pieces that fit you. Yeah. So, like, I follow um, for social social um, and marketing you're talking about, you're literally just talking about like watching their YouTube videos and like listen and like reading their tweets um whatever what whatever medium works best for you yeah so sometimes I like to watch YouTube videos but I know some people that just look at tweets yeah I got a buddy who can learn anything he wants out of watching YouTube videos it's wild yeah no, anyone can like yeah. I, what is I just don't feel like I learned that way like my buddy became like a good poker player like really recently or maybe you're someone who has to do something that's written. Yeah. Which a lot of these speakers, for example, Gary Vaynerchuk has five books out. Those books are fucking fabulous. Yeah. They're dope. And I suggest everybody, like, read them. Sure. Um, but he also does YouTube videos. He also has podcasts. He also does um, long-form, like, content on Instagram that you can read through. So figure out what how sure. you learn best and then devour their content via that medium. Yeah. So I dig that. Yeah. For example, you like leaned towards audiobooks early in our conversation. Yeah. Is that how you learn? No, honestly, I was just being uh I was like I was looking at self interest because I was like, uh can I I was like, Can I voice your, your audiobook? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for a job. Oh, you're horrible. <laughs> okay, never mind. Sorry. No. No, I've tried I've tried to do the audiobook thing, but I, I find that I don't um there's it's so much easier for me to zone out because of all it of the goes, things. It's similar to YouTube. You can't really learn via that method. I think I can because I listened to the entire um the entire vote for the impeachment and I and I picked up so much shit. You but I was to also so thing. I turned it on just thinking like, Oh, it's whatever, whatever, NPR, it's like whatever. But I listened to the whole thing because it was yeah. wild the themes that I was seeing. And I was like and I was like upset. And I was driving and so I like I stayed engaged with that. I was like I had like four or five hours to do up to the next gig. Um so I could see there being the times when I want to do that. Uh, but then other times, I don't. Other times, I just want to jam. Got you. That makes sense. So it is hard. And that's the only time that I have is, like, the car time sometimes and then, like, subway time. The thing is, subway time is so oh. fast yeah. that you can't get engaged enough. So that's my fear. But also, uh, this is me making a lot of excuses uh, to never have to get better as a person. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to not have to ever get better as a person. But unfortunately, that's not an option. Um, all right. Well, so... I guess I haven't. Do you think this convention um, should have more of these classes, learning room type type experiences, or do you think this is just kind of like what you said? It's like it's just a different experience, and it doesn't need to be here. I I think that it should. I no. think. Um, ugh, ooh, controversial opinion. Whoa! Coming, hey! Whoa! Well, so they're starting. Do they do kink classes? They do kink classes. So we're the we're halfway there. But the type of classes we don't have is, for example, the average cam. Uh, model, clip creator, so on and so forth, like independent, just starting out, they don't know anything about customer acquisition sure. or ROI or customer attrition. They don't know how to calculate these numbers. Right. They don't know how to look at their content Me verticals included. and figure this type of stuff out. And so, like, my mission is to try and teach these principles. Sure. And sadly, we don't have enough panels or talks in our industry talking about these types of things so that we can educate clip creators and cam girls on these basic principles of business. So I, I, yeah, I was, I just started like, um, spinning because it's like we need we need these chats comedians need these chats it's I, like I, thi- I think all independent like this is stuff that i like to say mom and pop shops understand but yeah. like 
into when I say creator, creator doesn't have to necessarily be adult. Like yeah, I work with a lot of YouTubers and streamers. Right, they don't understand. They don't this understand. Stuff. Right. So yeah, to be mm -hmm. able to really hone in on like what I need to be focusing on mm -hmm. is really is really valuable to my because it is that we, we live in the age where if I can just figure out how to facilitate a hundred thousand to a million followers, then I can literally pick and choose my career path. Exactly. That's how comedy works at this point. Um, I mean, the live element is the whole thing. It's going to get booked everywhere. Mm -hmm. So the way to get booked everywhere is to, is to, is to go, no, no, look, I, I'm just good. If, look, if I tweet this one thing, 5,000 people show up within 24 hours. And, mm -hmm. um, and I really do think, I mean, you guys are you guys are the brainiacs of this field to figuring out how to get followers. Somebody will get taken down, and then, like, I'll look, look the next week, and it says, like, deleted at 79K, and they're back at 79K. It's like, you're yeah. crushing it. No, e exactly. And the way you do that is, and that's another thing. We don't know to build our own websites. When I started in 2005, all girls knew build your own website. And our yeah. sites were ugly. Yeah. But they still converted. And actually, ugly sites still convert to this day. Yeah. Um. Look at Spiegler Girls. He's the number one agent in the adult industry. Bad website? Dude, the 80s want it bad. <laughs> and, like, uh, Alina Lopez is one of his, his clients. Yeah. And she went on the Holly Randall podcast, and she very famously said it was one of the first sites that she looked at when she considered getting an agent, uh -huh. and she clicked off of it. No, she, was she, just, she was like, shady, bye. Yeah. And then people were like, no, you want to be a Spiegler right. Girl. So then she went back, and she was like, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, yeah, no, but, like, people don't think, for example, let's say you got deleted tomorrow off of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you you would probably be really sad, whereas I'm like, I don't give a shit. And the reason why I don't give a shit is because I drive everything back to my website. Yeah. And on my website, I collect emails. And so if I get deleted off of Twitter, I send off an email and 20,000 people will know. Right. And they will then go back and follow me. I'm about 22,000. I lost 2,000, which were probably bots. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like that. So I that's that's that. one of the things that I teach. But and that still could be extrapolated to anything. It'd be extrapolated to comedy, yeah. to Twitch streamers, to YouTubers. Right. Um and the power is really in having that direct content uh contact with your audience and also being able to own that contact. Yeah. The 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 guy who did it the best in in uh, comedy was Louis CK. He he Louis took CK. he yep. took it off the the table and he said, mm -hmm. "Look, I'm going to you don't even have to give me um, I think I think he like drastically reduced his salary to mm -hmm. get Louie because he's like all I want is absolute creative uh, control, and his thing was he could he could uh, he could just decide tonight he was gonna he's like I'd like I want to work out some stuff and he sent an email to his people in New York and he could sell out the comedy the main comedy club in New York Carolines it's like a five hundred seater and he could sell it out ten times over an email and it's like. Mm -hmm. That's what anybody wants, and they would cancel whatever act was on, because mm -hmm. it's 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 just in their favor. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately. And he was another one that actually pushed. E <coughs> I wish I had something I'm to give. So you. sorry, it's okay. Um, well, yeah, he's another one that actually pretty famously pushed email marketing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he really he like he owned his own audience, and then he and then he released an entire series exactly on his on his website. Yeah. And people always and say he launched uh, uh, Tig Notaro's career by by putting up her content that, that he thought was uh, so important to comedy when she did the, the, the cancer speech. Yep, exactly. And, I and people famously tell me, like, email marketing's dead. Do you know how many people are OK with having their inbox have any emails yeah, in it? Most right. of us don't. And people say, oh, well, only 10 percent of people open your emails. OK, well, Nina Hartley um, industry sure. like icon once gave me a hug 
and she whispered in my ear and told me, so um, all you need to do to make it in this business is have 100 customers paying you 50 bucks a month. Right. And exactly. this, this is a, there's a British, uh, there's a British comedian that that's his entire thing is like, I can, I can make the type of living that I want to make mm-hmm. as long as I get this many people to come to my show once a year and I'm exactly. good. Exactly. And so, like, I didn't need that advice when she yeah. told me, but I tell it to everybody. So when people say email marketing doesn't work, it's not hard to get a thousand emails. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah. So then you take that thousand emails, you do your marketing campaign, you're gonna have it. And if you're telling me ten percent is your opening rate, there's your hundred guys right yeah. there giving you fifty dollars. Right. So you're gonna be fine. And even 10,000 emails is really not difficult to get yeah. to. So if you have 10,000 people, even at a 10% opening, that's a thousand people. Right. So anyway, it's just basic numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I think. No, I, I, brain. I dig that. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I dig that very much. I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to. I want to figure out the, the, you know, the extension of a Patreon that, that, mm-hmm. you know, has to do with this content and has to do with comedy content and, and, and that sort of thing. And that's, and that's what the smart people in, in my, my side, um, and comedy have figured out how to get the right amount of views on Instagram. They've they've pushed that to a Patreon, and then they're you know the like good podcasters now just on fan base are making you know, twenty to a hundred thousand dollars a month, and like opening entire studios for their podcasts. And it's it's wild, but what's happened in just in this is like six years. Yeah, I think um, one of the mo- people that most famously did um, Philip DeFranco. Okay. Yeah, like he, I guess it depends on if you consider video casting, podcasting. Sure. I do. That's the same vibe, yeah. Yeah, and like he, ba- he made a YouTube channel and like he's basically kind of a news network now. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. What's his name? Uh, Philip DeFranco. Okay. Yeah, he's a pretty famous YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and it, it's, it's all, it all goes back to you have to know your numbers in business. And the sad thing is most small creators, we're so focused on creating and like, making our audience, dazzling our audience yeah. that we don't look at the numbers. Right. You'd be surprised how many people, um, they're asking me, why are they not making money? We run through the numbers, and when we get the numbers back, I'm like, okay, but clearly here's where you your gold mine is. And yeah. they're like, th- they're like, okay, I made $500 over here, and I made $60 over here. And I'm like, but your, cost, your customer acquisition over here is six times lower. Right. So if we, if we pump into this... Even though it's the lower amount, right. you're going to watch that rise. Sure. Sure enough, they do that one thing, and boom, they're no making sure. more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. How do I how do I steal your brain and then put it in like my computer? The funny thing is, is I'm Aspie, so my brain works like a computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What's going on? I want to ask you all the things. I want to <laughs> ask you all the things that are that are only beneficial to me. Are these are these like weird questions you don't get to ask other people no because here's what happens is is um because of this particular industry it's it 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 is uh very unlikely that that i can ask someone on this podcast to do homework before they arrive oh right like like a lot of podcasts you go on like here's the 12 news stories we're gonna talk about yeah very unlikely that anybody in this industry because of the 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 pace of which the 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 convention is going on Mm -hmm. they're not gonna they're not gonna do the homework so I decided that was not a, a, a valid lane. Uh, if I, but also like, it, so then if I just pitch like a news story to you as as like a, as like a viable opportunity for content, and you didn't know the the news story, I'm pretty good. I keep up on stuff. Then, but you're the you're the minority. So then, and if they don't know the news story, then they're yeah. like, okay, cool, I don't see that one. And then the chat is done. So my job has been to just sort of dance mm-hmm. and try to figure out what you're into and try to figure out if I can 
like a, like 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 sit with you, oh, the, yeah. the thing that you're the expert on. Generally, gotcha. I can't, but I can fake it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can fake it. Fake it no, a little bit. yeah, I I feel bad because some people are just like this feels. I went on the Holly Randall podcast, and at one point, yeah. I just saw her face. You can see it because it was video. You can see her face just go. She got I, overwhelmed. Yeah, she was just like, and too much nerd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she said that? No, she didn't say that, but you could just see Oh, uh, I wish she said it. Yeah, I wish she would. You yeah. would I, I started nerding out. I'm like, yeah. I had to stop myself, and I was like, oh, so we went too far. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can only, yeah. It's like, I mean, we've all been in those chats where you go beyond the level of, of, of like, agreed yeah. upon knowledge. But that's the moments I'm looking for. That's that's sort of what I've, what I've tried to make this podcast be, is that, like, I just got to figure out what you're into. What I'm into, and then I'll talk oh, about it. It's got fine. you. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big nerdy person. Yeah. For example, um, we make robots. Me, and my my wife. No shit. Yeah, we made a bot that. What actu- are you having your slave robots do? Uh, <laughs> um, I had a bot that went through uh, all of Twitter looking for like commonly used, like the most popular oh, sites based off of hashtags. Bot. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're weird, we're weirdos. No, this is great. Um, and we also made bots that scrape all the data from clip sites in order to know what's like day-to-day what's the trends and what's jumping up and why is it because of this holiday is it because of a news yeah. story yeah so like data trends like i'm just a that's are i have a s- sickening fetish for are numbers. you set up to be able to lean into those those hashtags like fast enough that like that that while well, they're still going on that you get the content in there yeah actually yeah, yeah. yeah. um we position stuff as best as we can <laughs> so yeah, so it's like because it's like you don't know how long those things are going to trend. Exactly. And, and hash. Exactly. So you got to get in there. Uh, yeah, that's actually fast p- enough. It's part of the way I've decided to make content to teach people about stuff. Yeah. Is I can see how things are trending and what's going up and what's right. going left and what's going right. So I'm able to then create guides that people are going to need. Tell them, hey, it looks like this new feature on this site is doing this. This is why this is trending. You want to do that? Yeah. So on and so forth. It's wild. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, that's what we all that's what we all need. Do you think I should make some comedy robots? I think I yes, I I would I would greatly benefit off of those. You want a comedy robot? Yeah. Well, so for me it's more it's more about the fact that like I'm, you know, my act is my act it's mm-hmm. to a certain extent. You're always writing new jokes and doing things, but it's like it's like yeah, what in in what way should I be delivering my content over the social medias and in what way uh, can I best maximize those those things that are still within the things that exist, right? Um, it's a wild, it's a wild party. Uh, sorry. So funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yes, uh, uh, comedians would greatly benefit from those things. Mm-hmm. And there are because there's people. It's like it's people that I look at sometimes, and it's hard to look to look at your own page in any industry. So uh, sometimes you see people that like maybe don't aren't aren't as far along and maybe their content you wouldn't say is at the level of what you're creating and it's getting all these looks and you just you just scratch your head and you can't figure out why it's this person's you crushing. Uh, and, and you know, and I get that a lot. I have a lot of people that are like, oh my God, I know my content so much better than this person. Yeah. And a lot of times when I dive into those types of situations, I find that that person really connects with their audience. For example, yeah. the videos I create, I create um, my marketing videos and I don't tend to edit them. All my likes, ums, buts, stutters, I stutter a lot. Sure. Um, ends up in the videos because I have to put stuff out at such a feverish pace yeah. that I don't get to edit and we don't have like a massive team behind us quite yet. Yeah. So 
but and people tell me all the time like oh my god you're stuttering oh my god this is this oh my god this is that and what I'll do is I'll you know I'll, I'll tell them like you know I'm very sorry what I'm a very personal person and usually they walk it back and they're like I get it you're just trying to put out content as quickly as possible yeah. so that person's very like they have a connection with me so whenever I see someone that doesn't have the best content but they're fucking crushing it yeah it's because they've built a figured out what people are into well not just that but like they built a very personal yeah um for example um there was this one com- i'm gonna use comedy yeah um there was this one comedian i cannot remember his name for the life of me but i was actually looking at his page and i was helping another ironically a comedian yeah. friend of mine figure out why this person was crushing it yeah and it was because this guy had open dms that was the only difference because he has what open dms so, so people people, people can message him yeah at any point no and shit. He messages everybody back no shit yeah it's wild so, the so fact what is how did, what is he messaging back that is not evasive or invasive enough to his to the people that are messaging him he would he would just be more real so his page was funny but like his dms were just personal like hey thank you for like being a fan thank yeah. you for even knowing who the fuck i am yeah and people were just like whoa like it, it, okay so are you familiar with the psychological construct of social debt no so if I say hello to you, you're going to say hi. If I open the door for you, you're going to say thank you. If I sit here for an hour talking only about you, at some point you're going to try to figure out about you. Unless exactly. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. All these things, are as, lo- as long as you're a fairly normal person, yeah. you're going to be due. So social debt is where I is where you feel indebted to do something back to me because yeah. of social societal norms. Yeah. So social currency is once I figure out where you are in the hierarchy or once I get an idea of where you are in the hierarchy, I will then react in kind. So if I feel like you're higher than me and you just did something for me, yeah. I'm going to act more gracious. Right. And when we apply this to the social media world, mo- I mean, to me, followers don't matter. Engagement matters. Yeah. I want to see more likes. I don't care what your follower count is. Sure. I want to see engagement. But... Um, most people look at followers. So someone right. who has 500 fo- 200 followers, yeah. most average people only have like maybe 100 followers. If you even have 1,000 or 10,000 followers, you are like a god. Right. So for that person to message me back, I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Like, yeah. There's so an element of this, and, and I, I, will, I will plug it right back into what, I've yes. what I get out of it, like how, wh- what my experience is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> there's, exper- there's an experience that I get in um, – in uh in other countries so in south africa in particular the 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 level of celebrity is more accessible but it is uh but it's also more um it's more impressive mm-hmm. so it's like it's just people walking through the streets but people like i'll be hanging out with my south african comedian friends and like lo- like children will walk up and be like hey can i like can i take a picture with you and it's like well, this is wild. are you this famous like it's wild um because it's just it's just so it, it because of the the gap socio socioeconomically mm-hmm. it is it is just so out of control so when i go to south africa i get a, a following base that thinks that there's no way that I'm going to message them back. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to appreciate their things, and so that's that's pretty good. So like the, in in the crudest terms, here I get like people that follow me because they think that they can sleep with me, <laughs> and in South Africa I get people that Wait, think you're that saying there's I no can't way sleep with you? that the people that think that there's no way, and but in America they probably yeah. can't. Everybody probably can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in South Africa they think that there's no way that yeah. that could happen, and so that is somehow a more respectful group of people. 
and and then it becomes more about the art and the fun and the thing because it's not like it's not just hitting me up to try to hook up here it's a little bit more if it's a dm i kind of know what the vibe is yeah exactly um so yeah, so that that speaks to my 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 I guess my social what did you call it, currency? Your social my currency, yeah, is low because mm-hmm. it seems like everybody can get this. But even in America, you'd be surprised. People message me when I message them back. They're like, "Oh my god, yeah, you messaged, yeah." No, I want to get to that stage. I'm not there yet. I want to get to that stage, and I've done a good job. Six months, I've 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 really racked my engagement up. Like like my numbers are triple where they used to be, which That's is great. Awesome. And I'm just working. I'm trying, but it, it but I am but I'm hitting these walls. I'm hitting these weird blocks. Aw, um, and usually like everything's gonna have a plateau. Yeah. Um, I'm really good with social media, and I think January. I but then again, I haven't been really pushing shit. Um, I only got 300 followers. Yep. I'm used to 1,200 a month. Oh. No worries. But yeah, like plateaus fucking happen. It's yeah. just a normal thing. It's it's not. It's I, I say it's actually good. If you're plateauing, it's normal. If someone I see someone on a hockey stick like ride for years and years and yeah. years, I have to wonder like. Like you're probably using robots, most likely. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of accusations for people that you bought your followers, and there is a stigma to buying followers. Um, but yeah, listen, um, I could talk to you Sorry. probably forever, and we've been going 45 minutes, and I think there's a there's a there's a window that people want to uh, view and, and listen to content, and I, and I like to be in the 45 minute range, so we're right there. All right. How do we follow you? How do we get your book? How do we do all the things? How do we pay for your content? Tell us all of it. <laughs> sure. I can't give the free stuff away for you. Whatever you want. I love you. Um, uh, thank you for also for having me on again. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Twitter's the best one. Um, Amberly PSO, as in phone sex operator. Ah, I thought that was clever. Yeah, it's it not. is. I don't think it, it is. is. Really? It is. Um, I'm up here. Um, I'm yes. just, it's honest. Thank My you. voice is on this intonation. I'm agreeing with you. I love you. <laughs> um <laughs> So um, my website is AmberlyRothfield.com. Yep. If you want to get my book free, I always say get my book for free. Let me prove I'm not bullshit. Then yeah. you can buy it. Um, it's Gum Road, like I'm chewing gum walking down a road, slash, uh, dot com slash L slash Amberly PSO. Okay. And um, if you, it is on Amazon if you absolutely do want to buy it. Okay. Very good. Um yeah, uh, this is the Porn Stars of People podcast. We are on Google Play. We're on uh, iTunes. We're on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast stuff. We're also on the other one if you happen to switch platforms. Uh, we have some YouTube content for today. Uh, thank you so much to my guests for being here, guys. We are sponsored by Spunk Lube, and we are rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We drop a new episode every Mondays uh, at uh, midnight East Coast. Uh, we've started a Patreon. I'm going to I'm gonna try to uh, use our guest as a resource to try to figure out how to... Uh, to hone in the content, but then also you guys can let us know what you want to see. I'm subscribed. Um, yeah, are you? Yep. Oh, you're you're the one. Um, <laughs> you only so have one. I think so. <laughs> so uh, so let's boop, let's boost that up. I was trying to figure out who that was. Um, but uh, we're gonna do some fun like uh, I like to do like a human challenge now. So sure. I'm, I'm gonna figure out what that is in a second, and you guys check that out on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening and uh, watching. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>